Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the NYC Lab School's podcast, The Daily Chomp, a student-run daily podcast about the NYC Lab School community and the world at large. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Hello, lab community. Thank you for tuning in to The Daily Chomp. I'm Jean, and today I'll be reading a New York Times current events article on what different teenagers in the U.S. think about banning books in school. The article mentions a Tennessee school board recently banning Mouse by Art Spiegelman, an autobiographical graphic novel about Spiegelman's father, a Holocaust survivor. The article is what students are saying about banning books from school libraries. Teenagers share their nuanced views on the various book banning efforts spreading across the country. February 18th, 2022. Last month, a school board in Tennessee voted unanimously to ban Mouse, a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust, from being taught in its classrooms. We asked students to weigh in on book bans such as this one happening across the country. As we regularly do when the Times reports on an issue that touches the lives of teenagers, we used our daily student opinion forum to ask teenagers to share their perspectives. The overwhelming majority of students were opposed to book bans in any form, although their reasons and opinions were varied and nuanced. They argued that young people have the right to read unsanitized versions of history, that diverse books expose them to a variety of experiences and perspectives, that controversial literature helps them to think critically about the world, and that in the age of the internet, book bans just aren't that effective. Below, you can read some of their comments organized by theme. Theme one, it's wrong to shield kids from reality. I think the idea of people trying to censor speech is absolutely abhorrent. Right to freedom of speech, religion, peaceful assembly, petition, and press is our First Amendment and one that we take for granted. As a teenager, I am still trying to find my way in this world. I want to know as many other viewpoints as possible so that I know my thoughts are my own and not just a product of a limited amount of information. Even if these books are not required reading, they should be allowed in libraries. Families can decide what books are allowed in their homes, but trying to force a community to get rid of a book is a way of forcing one's beliefs on an entire community. Removing books about issues faced by marginalized groups is a way to ignore them, a way to minimize the issues faced by those groups and allow the banners to not have their opinions challenged. This is a democracy that should be open to discussion, and if it is, then people will find others who agree and disagree with them, said Jason from Maine. Students need the option to read books they enjoy or want to read. We often enjoy books that connect us, and sometimes that may be a tough topic such as rape, violence, or even gender identity. Removing books with inappropriate content may sound like the right choice until we dive into what was actually deemed inappropriate. A book that has a character who is transgender may appeal to someone who identifies as transgender. This book may be enjoyable and relatable for that person. Maybe a student has past trauma that they may struggle to deal with. A book that has a topic based on their past may comfort them and bring them closure. These books also inform students on what really happens within the mind and life of someone else. Banning books is an overall loss for a school or a library. It only limits human growth, 
said Alex from Wreaths Puffer High School. These books are important to both students and teachers alike. They are educational and factual and help teachers teach more effectively. I honestly think that books like The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas and The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie should be talked about in schools. They help educate on racism and discrimination, and it seems to me that the parents and politicians who voted for these books to be banned don't want their children to be educated on these subjects. Honestly, it's a shame that the youth of today can't get the knowledge they need because of this, said Kayla from City Charter High School. Theme 2. Limiting books students can read also limits perspectives students need to access. I am part of the LGBT plus community, specifically non-binary and pansexual, and books discussing LGBT plus topics or even featuring queer and trans characters are a continuous target for banning. Erasing LGBT plus people and experiences from literature creates a sense of otherness for queer and trans people, especially queer and trans youth. Also, having books with LGBT plus topics and characters constantly in contention of whether they will be banned or not has an effect on LGBT plus youth because it shows them that their experience is a topic of debate. I personally had no queer or trans influences until I was in middle school. If I had books with LGBT plus characters or were about real LGBT plus people, my feelings would have been validated much earlier. My feelings of not feeling like a girl or feeling some kind of attraction towards girls, I would have had a name for them and realized that it was normal because it is. Queer and trans experiences are valid and normal and literature that shows that is incredibly important, said Salt from Maine. As a gay male, seeing attempts to remove LGBTQIA content from shelves is almost hurtful. All my life, books have been about the same thing. Two straight white people meet and fall in love. But in recent years, I've finally had access to literature that I can identify with. I can relate to characters who realize they don't identify as straight and find the same gender as them attractive. I can relate to those characters who have a family member or family members that think they're disgusting or sinful for being attracted to those of the same sex. Because of how I can relate to these pieces of literature, it helps me know that I am not the only one to go through this, and there are others who share my story. By banning books, children are being told they should stick to the group they were born into, but that mindset is what led our country into the state it exists in. No one can agree on anything because no one understands every side of the story. Without diverse literature and proper education, our country could never move forward. Leave the books be, said David from Muskegon, Michigan. If these books get taken down for inappropriate content, we need to find out the root reason why. Is it because these books talk about severe racism, sexuality, gender, and real-life harms? Why shouldn't people learn how to identify, treat others with respect, understand how to help and support your BIPOC community, support victims, and understand the horrors inflicted upon LGBTQIA BIPOC people? Learning or understanding these issues will better your society, the empathy people have for others, and have a way to self-empowerment and community, said Ez from California. <laughs> Theme 3. Book bans aren't effective. There are better ways to handle sensitive subjects.
I think the attempt to remove books from school libraries is pointless and a waste of time. If a student wants to read a book, they can just go to a public library or the internet. The internet makes all of these efforts pointless. There is so much information on the internet that can be considered way more controversial. And the internet is in almost every child's hands, said Declan from Michigan. Living in a very diverse and complex society, families should learn to accept that students are exposed to a range of thoughts and opinions. If you prefer to stay away from the content of a specific book, don't read it. In a case where a book you dislike is required and is being taught in class, communicate with your teachers and nicely share your concerns. Still, as students of this generation, we should learn to cooperate and adapt to the environment we are in. For we won't always have the option to ban whatever and whenever we want, said Laura from Cary High School. Theme 4. Parents and lawmakers deciding what students should read is a slippery slope. It is essential for students to have relatively unrestricted access to books describing race and LGBTQ issues. However, I think that pledging to represent all perspectives of certain topics in libraries creates a slippery slope. Take the book Mouse, for example. Having read the book in 8th grade, I would strongly recommend it to all students due to its presentation of honest descriptions of the Holocaust in a digestible manner for teenagers, and I believe this book should be kept in school libraries. However, I worry some would attempt to create a balanced perspective for students by placing Holocaust-denying books in the library as well, even though the genocide's existence, scale, and horror is indisputable. We should, by all means, allow students to absorb multiple opinions and ideas. We should let students read both Ayn Rand and Karl Marx, but we must not allow this quest for balance, for a holistic perspective, to corrupt our youth with misinformation and flat-out lies, said Sean from Glenbard West High School. Theme 5. Banning Books Limits Thinking I feel that by banning books that talk about certain topics, you are limiting what a child can think. One of my favorite quotes is by Haruki Murakami. If you only read the books that everyone else is reading, you can only think what everyone else is thinking. I think that this quote is very important, especially now because this is what banning books will do to us. If we ban books that talk about topics but leave only books that talk about one, we can only think about that one topic and we can only think about what they want us to think. By banning books, you're banning knowledge, banning opinions, banning our future, said Ava from J.R. Masterman School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. When situations like this arise, I think that they always show how one path the education system is, and how it is getting even worse. Without these types of books that challenge regular thinking patterns, it will be like millions of clones are being released into the world at graduation. I am very set that these books should be allowed in schools because they cause students, such as myself, to think outside the box. 
that may be present in learning about something unknown, such as the such as another continent's history, or learning about struggles experienced by others that you weren't aware of happening. Without these books, both experience and expansive knowledge are highly limited, stopping students from growing into their potential to progressively change the world," said Lane from Cary High. Many times, schools try to hide kids from real-world history or issues like over-policing or the Holocaust. They try to teach kids pretty history by numbing down what content kids are actually taking in. I believe that this is hindering kids all over the United States because it promotes them to think almost in a bubble, in the sense that they cannot fully grasp why some things are bad or why they are learning about them. This causes the kids to almost laugh these subjects off, because the, which in turn means that these students become oblivious to what is going on around them, which promotes things like racism and the Holocaust as almost a joke, meaning that these issues will never be tackled because of how oblivious kids are to them, said Ian from Grey New Gloucester High School. Theme 6. Book banning is a form of discrimination. This is nothing less than a display of homophobia, transphobia, and any other kind of hate based on gender and sexual identity from those advocating to remove these books. Schools should treat LGBTQ students the same as they treat cisgendered individuals. But when books about the former's experiences are banned, those students are likely to feel unwelcome and unsafe in what is supposedly a good place for adolescents to be. If lawmakers and school boards were banning all books having to do with gender and sexuality, including when it has to do with people outside of the LGBTQ community, this would not be as bad. But the truth is that the LGBTQ community is being targeted. The hatred that fills the heart of lawmakers and members of school boards is on full display here. It is simply wrong for them to impose their own anti-LGBTQ beliefs on the students under their control, said Kyle from W.T. Clark High School. If parents want to get rid of any romance books with gay characters, they better be prepared to get rid of all romances because otherwise it's unequal. I think that efforts across the nation to remove books discussing racism and other social issues are essentially efforts to silence the voices of others. Does the hate you give an eye-opening novel about being a young black girl in America really have to be considered equal to Hitler's autobiography in the eyes of a school? Said Paulina from Julia R. Masterman Middle School. The efforts of parents, activists, and lawmakers across the nation to remove books mainly about race, gender, and sexuality is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that a good amount of these protests are specifically conservative groups pushing their challenges into state houses, law enforcement, and political races does hint at discriminatory practices. Politics and personal agendas are being brought into a place where there is such a diverse collection of books or graphic novels that anyone should be allowed to access in their library if they choose to do so.
Challenging books in this manner is like getting upset that another person is eating a chocolate chip cupcake since you're the one on a diet, said Rebecca from Cary High School. To read the full article, you can go to thenewyorktimes.com slash 2022 slash 02 slash 18 slash learning slash students book bands dot html. And once again, thanks for listening.